friends good morning good morning good morning good morning welcome welcome to my uh, periscope welcome to my uh, live stream welcome to my podcast uh, welcome welcome it is uh, it is Tuesday January 8 2019 8:39 in the a.m. Pacific Standard Time I'm coming to you about 12 miles um, east of downtown Los Angeles Welcome, 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 welcome. Uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is Andre Lefevre. Andre Lefevre. Uh, I am uh, an independent citizen journalist. My website is wildnews.us. And I'm an extreme libertarian, and I love to mouth off on things political, things cultural, uh, things uh, interesting. And I have a full live stream, live podcast for us today. We're going to review the news. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, different uh, interesting subjects. So hang on. Well, I'm going to start with the contrails in the California sky. Uh, this is I took this video almost exactly 7 a.m. this morning, uh, <coughs> about 12 miles east of uh, downtown Los Angeles. And as you can see, the very different contrails. Um, they quite often. Uh, nobody can quite explain what they are, but uh, but they do exist. This is just uh, the contrails in the sky. What they are, I don't. Know. Without making any suggestions, because I got some suspicions what they might be. Um, I would love to hear any and all uh, explanations. I see many unexplained things uh, in the skies of Southern California. I commute a long way from uh, from the desert all the way uh, to uh, to Los Angeles for work, and periodically I see uh, military helicopters, something that looked uh, very very close. Uh, to Apache uh, following uh, I-10 and um, and another helicopter which I uh, I forget the designation of which was uh, an obviously air to ground attack helicopter that was following uh, 210 freeway about a month ago um, I didn't have time to take my phone out and uh, take a video but um, I called the local sheriff and they uh, had no idea what those might have been I didn't push that, but it's it's interesting. Uh, it is uh, it is very interesting. Again, let me just play those uh, uh, those uh, contrails um, in the sky again. This is uh, Southern California, miles east of Los Angeles. You see any ideas what it might be, uh, you can contact me, go to wildnews, uh, wildnews.us, my contact information is, uh, is, uh, is there. Um, let's, uh, let's dive into the news. Uh, this is uh, hot of the, uh, of the press, if you will. Uh, a Russian lawyer, hold on, this is the news. A Russian lawyer from the Trump Tower meeting charged with obstruction of justice. And let me read this story. 
that has to do with uh, the um, Russian collusion uh, uh, mania. Uh, Natalia Veselnitskaya, the Russian lawyer who in uh, 2016 meeting with campaign officials including Donald Trump Jr. in Trump Tower has been charged with obstruction of justice. The charge from the federal prosecutors relates to an allegedly intentionally misleading declaration in case involving a Russian tax refund fraud scheme. There was no mention of the Trump Tower meeting in the press release announcing the charges. Okay, um, let's dig a little bit deeper into this. This is the New York Post from uh, July 13, 2017. Who is that lawyer? A Russian lawyer was uh, let into U.S. without a visa by Obama administration. Um, Kremlin-connected uh, uh, Russian lawyer who met with Donald Trump Jr. at Trump Tower to uh, dish out dirt on Hillary Clinton was let into the country by the Justice Department under the Obama administration. Natalia Veselnitskaya uh, entered the U.S. late 2015 under extraordinary circumstances, the Hill reported. Um, Natalia Veselnitskaya entered the U.S. Uh, the news site said she was granted a special immigration parole that leads to help defend client under criminal allegation. Um, okay, uh, how do you spell a black flag operation uh, by the uh, uh, by the Obama administration? And uh, this is actually uh, this is uh, actually not uh, not the only. Uh, uh, that's not the only time that um, that Obama administration was charged with doing uh, uh, the black flag. Let me find this story. Give me just a second. I thought I had it at my fingertips. Here we go. Give me a second here. All right, here is a story uh, from Daily Caller, and that's from yesterday. Uh, here are two Obama-era officials allegedly behind the Alabama false flag campaign. So the allegations are that Obama administration was not beyond doing black flags. Uh, to Obama-era officials, and I'm reading this story, uh, were instrumental in the false flag operation in Alabama uh, ahead of the special election in 2017 report show. One of the Obama-era officials behind the misinformation campaign in Alabama finally opened up about his group's role in the caper. Two of the people involved in the social media misinformation campaign in Alabama are denying their roles in the operation, reports indicate. Uh, a trove of reporters show uh, two Obama-era officials are partially responsible for misinformation campaign designed to derail Republican Roy Moore's senatorial campaign in Alabama. Former President uh, Barack Obama campaign organizer Mickey 
Dickerson was instrumental in a disinformation campaign targeting more report showed. He was not alone. Uh, Evan Corin, who worked for the National Archives Unit since Obama first term, also targeted the Republican campaign. Corin, for his part, is a progressive activist who handled uh, classified documents for the, uh, for the Department of Energy. I have read more information. Apparently, uh, apparently what, uh, uh, what those uh, former Obama administration um, hacks did is hired uh, Russian bots supposedly on behalf of uh, Roy Moore's campaign and then they uh, alleged that the Roy Moore did it. But there were a lot more dirty tricks. Uh, they did many other things on uh, supposedly on behalf of Roy Moore. So uh, that Veselnitskaya situation uh, and uh, the information of uh, Obama era black flags uh, does not bode well for the Democrats. It does not bode well uh, for uh, the Democrats. Uh, the next story we have is uh, Mystery Shrouds, and I'm, uh, this is from The Hill. Uh, let me just, uh, probably this is better. Uh, Mystery Shrouds Manafort case as attorneys appear to miss key deadline. And let's read a few paragraphs of this story. Attorneys for President Trump's former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, appear to have missed court Defense order. attorneys for Paul. Uh, let me just stop this. Uh, uh, attorneys for President Trump's former campaign chairman, Paul uh, Manafort, appear to have missed a court order deadline to uh, reply to special counsel Robert Mueller accusations that Manafort breached a plea agreement by lying to federal prosecutors. Uh, a filing uh, responding to the claims uh, was due Monday, uh, Monday, but the uh, but the midnight. Uh, hold on a second. The filing responding. I'm sorry, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The filing responding to the claims was due Monday, but the midnight deadline came and went without any sub submission uh, appearing in the court's docket. The court, the, it, this could mean that Manafort's attorney either missed the deadline or filed the entire document under seal, though attorneys normally would announce their intention to do so in the docket would reflect that. Uh, Manafort's attorneys did not uh, uh, respond to the request for more information. Um, that's kind of weird. The whole, uh, the whole Manafort uh, situation is really weird. He was accused of money laundering more than 10 years ago, uh, apparently just because he didn't want to turn state's witness and lie against uh, President Trump. So um, that seems to be that. Why uh, the, the attorney seemed to be missed a deadline of some kind. Um, you know, I'm not an expert at the uh, DC swamp politics, but it does fascinate me. The next story. Uh, this one is a uh, juicy California story. Uh, headline uh, from LA Times, second body found in West Hollywood home of Democratic donor Ed Buck. And uh, Ed Buck is not a nobody is not a nobody. I'm going to read the story in a second, but if you look at um, Get Gateway Pundit, uh, he um, there's a compilation of pictures with uh, 
Ed Buck with Hillary Clinton, Ed Buck with um, uh, Governor Brown, and uh, many uh, some of them, uh, some of those the Democrat, uh, Republican Adam Schiff. Uh, so um, Ed Buck is a heavyweight in uh, in the Democratic uh, politics. So let's read the story again. The headline: Second body found in West Hollywood home of Democratic donor Ed Buck. Uh, a man's body was found early Monday in the, uh, in the West Hollywood home of uh, prominent Democratic donor Ed Buck, uh, authorities said. It was the second time a man was found dead at Buck's apartment. Buck is a longtime political donor, uh, uh, a one-time uh, West Hollywood City C Council candidate and a well-known uh, figure in the LGBTQ uh, political circles. Uh, the, uh, Deputies from the Los Angeles uh, County Sheriff uh, Department was Hollywood Station responding to the Laurel uh, Avenue apartment complex at 10.05 a.m. in response to a report of person not breathing. And I think this was uh, on, um, on Monday morning. Uh, the department said that uh, said in the statement, at some point the 9-11 caller uh, performed CPR. Uh, the department said. Paramedics pronounced the man dead on the scene. The cause of death is not yet known. The dead man's name has not been released, but uh, uh, Nicole Na Nashida, a spokesman for the Sheriff's Department, said he was black. Uh, Buck uh, was present uh, at the death of both men, Sheriff's Department said Monday. Buck's attorney, Seymour Amster, said Buck was not arrested and cooperating with investigators. From what I know, it was. Uh, from what I know, it was an old friend who died of uh, an accidental overdose, and unfortunately, we believe that the substance was ingested at some place other than the apartment. Amster said the person came over intoxicated. Uh, sheriff's homicide investigators are conducting through investigation of the most recent death. Will uh, do follow-up interview with us. Uh, and the secondary review of Moore's death, department said. Captain Chris uh, uh, Berenger of the Sheriff's Homicide Bureau said his detectives again will be working very closely with the district attorney office and will carefully examining uh, the uh, evidence. Moore's, uh, Moore, uh, Moore died of a methamphetamine overdose in Buck's apartments in July 2017, according to Los Angeles County Coroner's report. Paramedics uh, found him uh, naked on a mattress in the living room, which was littered with drug paraphernalia, the report said. Moore's mother, Leticia Nixon of Texas, and his friends questioned whether Buck's ties to elected officials and uh, differences in race and class in influenced the investigation and whether the drugs uh, that killed uh, were self-administered. Moore has been homeless and worked as an escort. Uh, Buck 64 is white. The coroner ruled that Moore's day is an accident, uh, death an accident, and an initial review by the sheriff's deputies found nothing suspicious. But the following month, homicide detective launched a new investigation. Prosecutors uh, this summer declined to file charges against Buck citing insufficient evidence according to court uh, records. Uh, in, uh, in a charge evaluating a worksheet dated July 26, uh, the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office said that the admissible evidence is insufficient to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that suspect Buck 
furnished drugs to Jamel Moore or that suspect Buck possessed drug, drugs. The document also cited uh, an admissible search and seizure but did not provide details. The district attorney office reviewed and rejected four charges, murder, voluntary manslaughter, and furnished and, uh, uh, and furnished and possessing drugs. Moore had uh, flown from uh, Houston to Los Angeles the day he died, according to coroner's investigators. Moore's mother said Buck bought an airplane ticket. Uh, the Times uh, uh, reviewed pages of a journal that authorities said found among Moore's possessions in it. Moore purportedly wrote in uh, 2016 about using crystal uh, methamphetamine. Um, I've, uh, I've became addicted to drugs, and the worst of all, more reportedly uh, wrote, Ed Buck is the one to thank. He gave me my first injection of crystal meth. To uh, the entry continued, I just hope uh, the result isn't death. It, it, it didn't hurt so bad, uh, I'd kill myself, but I'd let Ed Buck do it for now. So, um... It doesn't look good for uh, Ed Buck. Uh, uh, it appears uh, that they found two uh, black men, uh, two uh, black prostitutes, uh, uh, in his apartment with an office uh, from apparently from uh, drug overdose. Uh, there's some speculated that maybe it's uh, some sort of fetish that uh, Buck had uh, to um, get uh, male prostitutes high while he does what he does with them. I mean, I don't know. There, there are many rumors about this, but um, there's a lot of smoke. Let's see if uh, Los Angeles uh, County has enough balls to go against a uh, huge, powerful Democrat donor. Um, during the Obama era, I would say no. But um, in the uh, in the era of uh, Trump train, uh, anything's possible. Um, again, this is a very sad story. My uh, my heart goes out uh, to a person who died, and um, I hope I hope truth will prevail. It does not look good for Ed Buck. Uh, moving on. Uh, in sort of a related story uh, about the, the uh, about the uh, about the Hollywood depravity, a headline uh, from uh, from uh, page six dot com, how Kevin Spacey went from megastar to pariah just over a year, and if you remember, uh, if you know, if uh, just to remind you who Kevin Spacey is. Uh, up until about a year ago, he was a mega star, uh, starring in the very popular series, The House of Cards. And of course, uh, I think he got his start um, in, uh, in the wonderful movie, uh, Hollywood Confidential. At least that's the first time I've seen him in there. Uh, how Kevin Spacey went from megastar to pariah in just over a year. Four year, I'm reading the article. Four years ago, Kevin Spacey was standing on stage at the Golden Globes, uh, soaking up the uh, applause uh, as he received a Best Actor award for his acclaimed performance in House of Cards. On Monday, while his uh, 
Pierre's uh, uh, nurse hangers from the uh, the years of war. Spacey was sitting in a small uh, Nantucket courtroom to face uh, felony sex assault charges, uh, sporting uh, a creepy grin and uh, dapper dots that would uh, have been more appropriate in the Beverly Hilton uh, 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 a night earlier. The two-time Oscar winner uh, pleaded not guilty to charges that he groomed an 18-year-old busboy at a bar in the Massachusetts town in 2016. I guess that 18-year-old was uh, underage back then, uh, and it's me talking. Spacey, who was dressed in a gray tweed suit, a polka dot tie, and purple uh, paisley shirt, said nothing during his brief uh, arraignment in Nantucket District Court. But his claim, uh, his calm demeanor belied the stunning fall from grace that has seen him go from megastar to pariah in little more than a year. Spacey, uh, 59, is facing the charges of uh, felony in this and assault and battery for allegedly groping a teen the son of former Boston news anchor Heather uh, Ura after meeting him uh, uh, at club club at club car bar where the young man worked on the island of Cape Cod in July 2016 eager to meet the, the star when he came into the bar uh, that night uh, Ura's son uh, stuck around uh, after his shift and started chatting with Spacey, telling the actor he was 23, the criminal complaint states. He claims Spacey bought him 8 to 10 glasses of whiskey and beer, declaring, let's get drunk, then started uh, trying to convince the young man to come home with him. The busboy said no, but hoping to get a selfie with the star, he sat down next to him at a piano um, in the bar, at which point Spacey allegedly began rubbing the teen's groin through his pants. Uh, around uh, for around three minutes. The busboy says he couldn't get away from uh, the crowded bar, but eventually fled after Spacey went to the bathroom, according to the court documents. Uh, the appearance marked the low, uh, the, the low point in a career um, uh, house dive that began in, in uh, the late 2017 when actor Anthony Rapp first accused Spacey of coming on to him when he was uh, the younger man and was just 14. Uh, Rob's allegation prompted some 30 others to come forward with their own accusations of misconduct. Anyways, I'm not going to read any more, but that does not look good for Kevin Spacey. Apparently, he was he's a homosexual pedophile. Um, that's too bad. I I kind of I I kind of liked him before then, but. Um, you know, if you are a pedophile, uh, to me, pedophiles don't know, have no business walking the earth. Uh, there should be a death penalty attached to the pedophile charges for the child abuse charges if they are uh, egregious. Um, moving on. Uh, the next story that I have and uh, let me just go up here. I am on the Gateway Pondent, and as you can see, there is a story. Protester interrupts uh, uh, Democratic government Newsom's inauguration. Films it. I object. Captain uh, Roll uh, Singh Blood is on your hands. So this protester accused uh, Gavin Newsom 
our super duper progressive uh, uh, progressive uh, Nazi new governor of uh, my state, California, of having blood on his hands. And what the and what the <coughs> excuse me, what the protester is referring to is um, uh, is uh, the death of uh, police death of Captain uh, Singh. And this is a story from uh, uh, from uh, this is a story from today actually. Um, and let me read it again. The headline is uh, Captain uh, Singh was laid to rest. Guess which politicians were conveniently absent? Just uh, when we thought I'm reading the story. Just when we thought uh, politicians in California could get couldn't get any more horrible. Governor-elect Gavin Newsom uh, proved us wrong. Apparently the reason was uh, he was absent from uh, Captain S Cap Corporal, I'm sorry, I'll keep on saying Cal Corporal Singh's uh, funeral yesterday was because he was too busy watching the Sacramento King Kings play base, uh, uh, baseball. Uh, if this doesn't tell you uh, where the, the priorities lay, nothing will. <coughs> uh, Corporal uh, uh, Ronil Singh, the officer who was killed in the line of duty by an illegal alien uh, last week, was late to rest Saturday. Uh, here's a look at the funeral. And I'm not going to play the video, but uh, it is a huge deal among the freedom-loving people in California. Absolutely a huge, uh, huge deal. Another police officer killed by an illegal uh, uh, by an illegal alien. Um, I'm not going to pontificate uh, on this one, but uh, uh, this probably dives into the next story very, uh, uh, very nicely. Uh, it appears uh, that uh, President Trump uh, can uh, build the wall. <coughs> excuse me, without uh, uh, getting. Uh, a democratic controlled uh, Congress uh, allocating the money. Here's an article from AP. AP explains can Trump declare emergency to build his wall? I'm not going to go through uh, the whole article, but the answer is yes. Yes, he can uh, he can uh, build the wall uh, without uh, uh, without uh, Democrats uh, obstructing him. In 1933, under Eleanor uh, Delano Roosevelt, FDR, uh, Congress passed an Emergency War Act, which gave uh, uh, U.S. President's emergency power to declare an emergency and pretty much become dictators. Uh, FDR used it to intern Japanese. Um, there have been many other uh, atrocities done by the U.S. government under this act. Um, nine, there were some 9-11 uh, people uh, were wrongly arrested uh, after that black flag under the emergency, of, uh, under, the, uh, under that law. And uh, nobody prevents Donald Trump to uh, declare a national emergency on the California border, uh, southern, uh, southern, I'm sorry, southern U.S. border, and simply build a wall and do whatever the fuck he wants. And the scholars are going to scratch their heads. The professorial class is going to lament. 
the uh, Soros lawyers are going to file injunctions and other bullshit. But reality is nothing can stop him. He can simply just go ahead and build the wall. And I hope he will. And ladies and gents, we need the wall. And the reason we need the wall is very simple. Our screwy immigration laws are such that any idiot can step on the U.S. soil, any foreign idiot can step on the U.S. soil and stay if they say they need political asylum. So the wall will prove, and uh, that benefits the criminals in MS-13. Forget the cuddly little uh, picture of women and children, hardworking Mexicans that come to Cal come to California and the rest of the United States. Those don't exist anymore. Who comes to California are MS-13 and people who want to live on our generous welfare system. That's who comes uh, to the United States now. And the reason the Democrats and rhinos uh, want these people here is because they look at them as pets and they vote them democratic. Uh, basically packing the electorate and replacing us, the American class, and diluting our power. That's very simple. Democrat Nazis want to replace us, the middle class, American middle class, with uh, the compliant uh, voter block uh, from, uh, from the cultures which don't believe in American ideals. Uh, long term, it's suicide for the uh, American ruling class to do that. And, uh, don't get me wrong, uh, we all understand that uh, Democrat, Democrat Party is ruled by a small number of, uh, of elites, banking elites. All of them are white, all of them are hereditary uh, trust fund kids. Um, long term, uh, if they continue bringing in the third world entire country, they will be gone too, but uh, they're just as stupid as all trust fund kids are, so they don't see that. Uh, moving on. Uh, this is a story from AP. Ginsburg misses Supreme Court arguments for the first time. The lady is dying. My heart goes out to her and her relatives. But uh, she can't leave the Supreme Court. It's uh, because she is a Democrat Nazi zealot, and um, I hope uh, I hope she survives for a long time on a human level. But more than likely, she won't last through the year. We will see another acrimony of um, uh, of uh, Supreme Court uh, justice nomination. In all reality, this lady should uh, uh, retire and uh, look after her own health. But politically, politically, the Democrat Nazis can't afford it. Way too much at stake for them in the Supreme Court. For way too many years, they relied on the Supreme Court to uh, lord over us, the free, uh, uh, the free people of the United States, and uh, little by little, uh, the uh, their uh, their Supreme Court uh, justices, instead of uh, interpreting our Constitution, were taking away our rights. Well, uh, Donald Trump uh, looks like he's going down the direction, and uh, the Democrat Nazis are having a collective hissy fit, and they're forcing this poor old woman to suffer through forcing her to work on the Supreme Court. Because they know that Trump is going to nominate um, another constitutionalist. Um, 
Moving on. Let's see if we have anything left. So, yeah. Before I go, I just wanna I, I just wanna go over the enemy um, enemy press. Uh, I'm on New York Times. Let's see what uh, uh, let's see what the Soros uh, left uh, things is important. Uh, the uh, lead story shut down ripples across nation affecting farmers, homeowners, even uh, craft uh, craft brewers. Uh, they are scared shitless that Trump is going to build the wall. And by the way, uh, shut down ripples only through uh, through Democrats. The hardworking middle class doesn't feel it because we don't rely on the government handouts. Let's see um, uh, the Washington Post. Trump Democrats to make back-to-back uh, -back addresses on the border shutdown. The same thing. Uh, the Democrats, uh, they cannot back down on the border wall uh, uh, issue because they rely voting illegal immigrants illegally to maintain power. If not for the illegal vote, Democrats will not exist uh, as a party. Um, well, uh, time is coming for me to end uh, this. Uh, I am on my website, wildnews.us. If for some reason you want to contact me, just click on the contact uh, info. And my information is there. My phone number is there. But unless you know me personally, I suggest email, uh, email me first. I uh, really appreciate you uh, joining me. Uh, for this podcast, for this uh, live stream, I appreciate a lot more than I can ever, ever express in words. Uh, have a wonderful day, and God bless you, ladies and gents. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.